from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. Ursula, did we basically laugh the entire first two hours of the show? We did. <laughs> Someone asked whether this was the men's room. <laughs> Or the G and Ursula show. We have been a little while today. I mean, your, we cover your, news. your storytelling. Okay, people, if you're just tuning in right now, you have to hear <laughs> G's story from the t- 10 o'clock hour. Right? It was the 10 o'clock hour, right? Yeah. That was the best story yeah, was- you have ever told on this show. <laughs> Nick, and would you was- agree with that? It was up there, yeah. It top was five, top there, five. Yeah. It was the top five. I'll say it was the top five. You have to listen to it, and you could do so by yeah. checking out our podcasts, right. which uh, are available everywhere you listen to podcasts, or also on our Kyber Radio app, yeah. and also on MyNorthwest.com. If you choose to listen to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, yeah. do us a solid and also leave a review if you could. Mm. Uh, we're trying to get more people to do that, which would be great. We haven't really promoted in the four years that we've been doing the show, and would love it if you could do us a, a favor in that way. You but know what I wish? It's That story was... I, w- I wish that I could tell some of the stories <laughs> on the air that I tell you guys off the air. <laughs> you live a very, should we say, colorful life. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Agree to disagree. Brought to you by Guardian Roofing and Gutters. One these days, we just got to take off the gloves. Just really go at it. I can't believe it is the 11 o'clock hour, and I have yet to ask you both your thoughts on the halftime show. Let's start with you, G. Scott. So Usher took the stage. He was joined by Alicia Keys. Yeah. Yep. Ludacris was out there. Yes. Your thoughts. Uh, Let's see. Scale of 1 to 10. You gave it what? You know, Ursula pushed back (laughs) on me, and I got to say, Ursula, you were right. I was giving it a 10 because it exceeded my expectations. But when you compare it to the halftime performances of the past, I'm just giving out 10s too easy. Exactly. Right? It's like giving out 10s in one city or giving out 10s in L.A. and Miami. Different 10s. You know what I mean? Yes. So in this case. Everyone cannot be a 10. Right. In this case, I will properly give the halftime show an eight, eight and a half hmm. because of the uh, the the performance. You had Ludacris come out there. You had uh, Lil John come out there. You had Alicia Keys come out there. And I want to just remind you all about Usher. Check this out. You ready for this? How old do you guys think Usher is? 40s. 45. Yeah. Okay. How old do you think Lil John is? 53. Hmm. How old is Alicia Keys? 43. Wow. Anyways, I'm just bringing that out just to just show you these folks look good. Yeah, they except look- for CeeLo Green. I mean, that wasn't CeeLo Green. That was Jermaine Dupri. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They looked really good. I thought it was entertaining. I thought the dancing was great. Okay. Yeah. Was he sweating a ton? That's what. I, that's how I be when an auctioneer. Just Serious? like that. Yeah. Was I like, sweat just like tell. that. So either he was a prolific sweater or... He really was working hard out there. Sure, uh, I loved the the skating part. That I haven't seen on a Super Bowl performance mm-hmm. uh, halftime show. Yeah, but I would give it a solid seven. That's fair. He was better than I expected him to be. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But I don't put him in the upper upper echelon. If anybody, like right. Prince or Bruno Mars. That's what I'm saying. Or that's what you're compared to. Exactly. You're yeah, compared yeah, yeah, yeah. to that. Um, did you wait real quick before we move? Did you say do us a solid? Yes. 
Well, that's getting kind of buzz on the text line. <laughs> Considering the story that I told. Oh, well, go ahead. I mean, well, was, it, was it solid? <laughs> Say just a basic word. <laughs> Seriously, listen okay. to the ten o'clock hour on the podcast. I thought it was like a three. Now, granted, I'm not I'm not a big halftime show person, but I learned yesterday that Alice hates football. <laughs> You're two year old. Yeah, she's like trying to tackle people. She's taking her clothes off just because she doesn't want us to watch the game. She wants to do something else. But I knew she would love the halftime performance because she loves music. Yes. She would not even dance for more than five seconds, and she will dance to any song that comes on the radio. And it took like 10 minutes to get to a song that I recognized. It was so slow. For me, that was the problem. It was like not move your body music at all. He didn't play his recognizable hits fast enough. No, no. That's what I needed. That would have given him a... Eight or nine. I've me. been waiting to ask you this all morning. <laughs> oh, oh. And I want you to be very honest with our listeners. Yes. During the halftime show, there was the band, and there was all of the people that were being brought out, and it was it was uh, Alicia Keys' piano that was fantastic, oh, and the gosh. dress was fantastic. But Ursula, keep it about what did you think about the stripper poles? I didn't even I didn't even see the stripper poles. I, I didn't notice. Even, I didn't even notice. <laughs> Funny that you picked that out right away. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one thought. <laughs> somebody I'm scratching my head going, so, somebody failed too. Somebody failed on the stripper pole too. <laughs> I want to know if I want anyone else watching. As soon as the roller skates got busted out, I was like, oh, I'm picturing like 12 year old G Scott at the roller rink right now, jealous of all the people that can dance on their roller skates. <laughs> Let's move on, though. Uh, Speaking of halftime show, uh, syndicated columnist LZ Granderson says America owes Janet Jackson an apology for the famous nip slip. I believe it was called a wardrobe malfunction at a Super Bowl many years ago. And he says she should get an invite back to the Super Bowl. Gee, do we need to apologize to Janet Jackson for how we treated her after the Super Bowl? Does she deserve to go back? I think so. I mean... Look at where we are today compared to that. Like, so for example, let's just say Janet Jackson happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. What was worse in you guys' opinion, Janet Jackson or um, the performance with Shakira and J-Lo? No, I'm oh. being serious. Like, yeah. What, 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 was, what was more risque? Ur- Ursula, you, you, you answer that. Well... I know. I, I, I mean, was we at, did I see Ariola on, on, on TV. That That is <laughs> exactly. different. That is different with That's Janice different. Jackson. And you also have to put it within the context of that time. Fair. So times have changed and people have been desensitized to it. So does she, is she owed an apology? Uh, I, I think that that <clears throat> that ship has sailed. What would that mean today? Did she benefit from it ultimately? Did Justin Timberlake benefit from that ultimately? I think Justin did. Justin did, yeah. Yeah. Not Janet. Janet didn't. That that hit her stock bad. Yeah, Mm. because it was like, oh, she did this on purpose. She was trying to do this as a PR stunt. Yeah, now it's coming back to me. Honestly, like inviting her back to the Super Bowl, that seems like an absolutely ridiculous idea. Like, I couldn't even name a Janet Jackson song made in the last 20 years. Oh, onto the commercials. Were you guys impressed with anything last night? G, did you pay attention? 
No. Like, seriously, most Super Bowl parties I've gone to in the past, people are going, shh, the commercials are on. Let's watch this. Do you think that that was created by ad industry where they made it a big thing to watch the commercials and now maybe just people have <laughs> caught on to this idea like why why waste my time this is the time i'm going to go fill up on all the snacks <laughs> go to the bathroom in case it needs to be a little more involved have a little extra time and I, I, no one mentioned a commercial yesterday during our gathering no one I, we saw one and the only one was, one was that the dunkings because there were so many stars in it. Stars in it. Mm. And the only comment was how much did that one cost? Well, how about Mickey Gomez's favorite? Oh yeah, there's a there was a foot one. Wait, wait I, I missed it. What what was that? I, I need to go catch up L- on it. Lolo just texted us just now. She said the same thing. She said the ad about washing feet was a little mm, weird. He gets us. Yeah, it's a it's a Christian campaign to basically get people to return to the values that Jesus taught instead of some of the okay. yeah orthodoxy that's, that's a, taught by churches these days. Uh huh. Okay, that's an effective way to do it, especially since I think people. There are people who have foot fetishes. I'm going to say something. Wait, what? I'm, I'm, you got a foot fetish? I'm going to say something. I'm going to say. I think there are more people who have a fascination with feet than are willing to admit. A lot of money being made off of it. I know. I don't think that was the intent. I, clearly not. But why is it so funny when we talk about our feet? I, like when I used to they're do ticklish. when I first started the Good Feet commercials, people would freak out. Like, oh my gosh, you're talking about your feet. I know. Really? Yeah. I want to answer something. I think I have an idea as to what is going on with the way we watch the Super Bowl. And I don't think we will ever really be impressed with the Super Bowl again. Like with the commercials or the game? All of I mean, it. I was impressed I, with the game. I mean, but Everything, yeah. Because I, I think what is happening is is and, and Nick, tell me what your brothers and sisters of Gen Z are doing. There's a lot of back and forth on social media during the game, during the whole thing, commercials, all those things. Mm-hmm. So the way we are consuming the content is different. Our attention is elsewhere on social media and you're seeing funny memes about what has just transpired on TV that are probably better Ursula than that commercial. Yeah. And I, I, I think just you're right because just, your, your attention span is divided into too many areas for you to be realistically sitting there and watching and concentrating on the commercials. As far as wow like, oh my goodness, yesterday, yeah. on a scale of 1 to 10, the whole totality of it all, I like football. So I like the game itself. Yeah. But as far as the totality of wow, it wasn't there. Mm-mm. I completely agree with you. Like, from the commercials to the halftime show. Like, I was struck at the halftime show. We can't one-up anything anymore. It feels like, what are you going to do? Blow up the stadium? Have bigger fireworks? Like, we've all gotten used to the fact that the stage is now a giant LCD screen, so there's images displayed. Like, I don't care how fast you change your your wardrobe or your outfit. I mean, like, the, the, the outfit changes for singers these days are like a NASCAR pit stop. And that used to impress me, but now I'm like, oh, hey, look, they're wearing something new again. Like, what do you do to recreate that? You have to have a really, like, legendary generational type talent 
talent to wow people. Uh, but let's let's kind of move on Lumpia here. Lumpia and Ponset. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> what? Lumpia and Ponset. That's how you could have really impressed the crowd. <laughs> well, they would. They're a little it toasty. It <laughs> that didn't happen yesterday, but they were impressed with my array of desserts. Oh. <laughs> Chef, did you have a dad joke that we missed? A dad joke. Did you did you pull one out? About what? Uh, Christine said you had a dad joke that we I, missed. I don't remember. Okay. Oh, shoot. Uh, well, it. apparently 40% of those who are working uh, remote are working remote today. If they're a hybrid worker, one third are likely to be groggy and hungover. A quarter are likely to be cranky or unproductive, according to the IT company Atera. And geez, you think today should be a holiday. Like, you seriously think today should be a holiday? It definitely should. Right now, text in if you are working from home right now. <laughs> How many of y'all working from home right now? You you might be waiting a little bit longer because we noticed that on every other day, our text that. line has been fire. Yep. And today, it was slow to get warmed up. Mm-hmm. We're like, mm. yeah. People have that Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ursula, your thoughts? What do you think? Should it be a holiday? No. Just suck it up and get to work and it's fine. Or if you use one of your personal days off. But should it be a holiday? Not everybody, you know, there are people who were like, oh, it's the Super Bowl. I'm going to go to Costco. It's going to be perfect. No one's going to be there. Like for some people, Super what's, Bowl is a reason to do something else. What's the downside? What's the downside? We have we have no mandated vacation time in this country. No mandated federal holidays. No mandated <laughs> vacation period. We're like the only nation in the world that does this. Yeah. I don't even care so if it's how, for a super, superfluous reason. Give us a holiday. We all need more holidays. How, Who how cares? about we address the other areas that should deserve a holiday? What's that? Like, like what? Even, like election day. How's that? Okay. I'll take election day as a yes, holiday before too. I do Super Bowl. We can do two things. We should do both. We should do all of them. Dude, just give us every Monday off. We had a hard couple Mondays recently. <laughs> all right, G. Uh, yeah. Finnish National Airlines. Uh, it's called Finnair. Uh, They're going to start it's offering. It's called what? Finnair. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're going to start offering passengers the opportunity to voluntarily weigh themselves before they get on the plate. Uh, the plane. This is supposed to improve the airplane balance calculations. No discount offered. Yeah. Though I believe Korean Air has done a similar program where they do offer a discount on your checked baggage. What do you think? You weighing yourself? You like this? <laughs> do I get a discount? Yeah, we'll go ahead and go with the Korean Air system. Yes. Yes. Okay. If you get a disc, now here's the thing. First of all, weighing yourself, and I don't. If maybe you're listening right now, and maybe you're one of those that's really funny about weighing yourself. I'm one of those. That's number one. Number two, weighing myself in front of others. Oh, Lord. That's even a bigger so problem. You, but yet you want them to. But if I could get the discount. He just said it doesn't, they don't offer a discount. They don't. said let's just play pretend world where we're fine. Korean air. Ursula, get oh, your money. Story. Change the story to fit, <laughs> to fit. Gee, I have another story. Are you weighing yourself pre-meatball or post-meatball? <laughs> Oh. Makes a big difference. <laughs> As a wrestler, I know this. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, I'm going to just, uh, I'll jump in here. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, this whole idea, that's just another way to it's discriminate against people. 
It's yeah. not an insurance company. We're not in a risk pool here, right? Do you, do you need one more thing to do prior to boarding a plane? Do you know how antsy people are? And then do you know what happens when you go to the doctor's office and get weighed? And then they ask if they can take your blood pressure. Do you know what happens to your blood pressure? Goes up. <laughs> Just imagining all the very proud, skinny people marching right up voluntarily. Yes. I'll oh, we'll gladly step on the scale. <laughs> They're... Had no meatballs today. I'm good. <laughs> the meatballs was fire, though. <laughs> so good. Um, coming up next. Oh, we got Frank from my Northwest coming in to talk about a really, really rich guy that sold off a lot of shares of stock. So think about the richest person that you can think of. And maybe that's who we're talking about. I know, and, and, and Frank had some details. Apparently, there's another rich person who's upset about this other rich person. You know, it's kind of competition. Mm, all right, we'll do that next, Gina. So. and Ursula show Monday morning edition day after the Super Bowl we're helping you get through this uh, day after if you're feeling the Monday meh and right now we're going to be talking about Amazon founder Jeff Bezos who just sold off two billion dollars of shares could soon make him the richest man in the world again apparently right now he's at number two Frank Sumrall from MyNorthwest.com is writing this story and he joins us live so what have you found out? Why why did he sell so many shares right now? Well, uh, to put it simply, Amazon had its best quarter in in the fourth quarter last year. Holidays, uh, you oh, know, yeah. it was a big part of it, um, and it, ha- it had its best quarter since June of 2020, mm. which obviously we know Amazon just rose to unreached heights during the pandemic, and. Very coincidentally, now that Amazon stock is doing very well, Bezos is trying to cut off. And this has all been planned months and years in advance. But now that he saw, because what we call it is a, a surprise earning, mm. and that was the highest since June of 2020. Mm. And now he's like, all right, I'm going to sell this at the maximum value. And he yes, he's at number two. Accident. Wow. Okay. <laughs> who's at number one still? So number one is Elon Musk, uh, who's had a tougher 2023 than Jeff Bezos. Um, his his um, net worth peaked closer to 2021 than he bought Twitter, now X. That's not the greatest investment. He's, he's losing some money on that. And I, I mentioned this in the story as well. He had a Tesla pay package, Elon uh-huh. Musk had, of $55 billion. Where he's and, and the the court last month just said this is ridiculous. This is they called it excessive. They called it unfair to the um, shareholders. They're like, we can't pay this allotment out. Yeah. How much does Jeff Bezos pay himself? We know. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> he his net worth. I mean, went up. I don't know what his actual salary is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his net worth went up. A couple, a couple billion. You know. But the thing is, like these guys, they lose a billion dollars in a day. And, and when back a couple years ago, when Elon Musk and Bezos were really battling head to head for this title, this fake title we came up with that Bloomberg and Forbes uh, created, um, there would be stories where they just lose a billion dollars in a day. He falls from number one to number two. And, and then you ask, OK, well, how did you lose that much money? Oh, the stock price went down 0.5 percent. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I want to get this straight. 
Is it? Did they make the majority of their money during the pandemic? Was that was that when really where it just got just unbelievable, especially Amazon I, during that time? Not Bezos specifically, but I think a lot of important people within Amazon absolutely made and, a lot of money during the pandemic. Yeah, a lot of those middle management guys, a lot of the the, the suits, a lot of the the board of directors, I think made a lot of money over the last three and a half ish years. Bezos had his money ahead of time, but it's not like it hurt. It, he he it exponentially rose. And an interesting question is, why do we care about this? Well, both of these guys have interesting side projects mm-hmm. mm. that and cost a lot of money. Right. And who pays for that? Themselves. Themselves yeah. or who, the government so, does through a bunch of tax allotments, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but so, supposedly themselves. Blue um, Origin is one of the ones. And SpaceX. About. Yeah, and SpaceX. Exactly. Just, just, we have yeah. our own privatized space race. Right. Uh, you know? It's interesting how these two are. So you were saying... Um, it, you weren't sure his net worth. I'm seeing that he's now in second place on the world's richest people list with a net worth of $200 billion. Uh, his because of Amazon stock doing so well, and hopefully, you know, some of you have Amazon stock. It's done. It did really well this past year, and uh, it went. Uh, he made more than $22.6 billion more. Uh, in his wealth because of the stock right. growing right. up. And, and during this, this time. While all of this, our politicians and you know are still able to buy and sell shares of stock. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like that would be that was that would be seriously the equivalent of NFL players being able to gamble on games. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw it's the, the same. we saw the punishment oh, they is. give out for that, and we saw the punishment they get. Imagine, mm-hmm. just think about that for a second. But does it bother us? Like, do we really care? About our politicians being able to buy I do. and sell shares of stock, yeah. But as a but but I th- I, I think it in is totality. Do we I, care? I think that people have just given up this idea of in general politicians doing anything right, and I think there's just this assumption that you're in it to find ways also for you to line your your pockets, and that's just. An unfortunate thing, and the, the but pip- it should be Ill- it 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 should be if it's not already. I mean, it should be illegal. And, and the paper trail is always more obvious than than you would even expect. Uh, Murdoch's son is on the board of directors for for Elon Musk and Tesla. You yeah. know, like the connections I mean, are all there. And if the influence is real. If you look at the there, there's a chart that came out a couple of weeks ago that showed um, how members of Congress stock portfolios performed. And the percentage gains that they saw were ludicrous. Like there's a Democratic senator from New York who gained 238 percent in a stock por- portfolio in one year. Uh, a Republican from Tennessee, 122. Another Republican from Louisiana, 107. You know, most of us. If we're aggressive, we may see, you know, 12, 18 if we had a really good year. But to see like 238% returns in one year from a sitting member of Congress means right. you know, you know they are acting on inside information that they also have the ability to influence. Right. Well, and here, so here is they can own and trade stocks, but there are limitations. And there is a stock act that requires lawmakers to report trades and prohibits them from using non-public information. So if you and I don't have that information and they do, they cannot use that for private profit, but you know they do. Think about that for a second. Oh, no, go back. I thought that last year I had a, I mean, I'm like 
bragging about the year that I had to myself. Like, like that's, oh, my goodness. Like, to have a 32%, like, that was, oh, my goodness. Yeah, can that's gangbusters. Pl- can you please tell me that again? I never knew what Chef just... The top earner was uh, Representative Brian Higgins of New York, 238%. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, she got 65%. Could, could you imagine? She's definitely the yeah. poster person poster, of it. Exactly, yep. yep. Could you imagine that? Take it. Take 10,000 of your money and get 238%. Yeah. Just guaranteed. No risk. No risk. It's guaranteed. When you hear stories like this, does it just make your blood boil? The fact or? is that every yeah. single one of them beats the S&P 500. Every single one. Yeah. And then it gets even more complicated when uh, things like NASA, a uh, federally funded organization meant to promote the sciences, is spending $3 billion on these companies for them to have space contracts and they're competing and bidding for each other. It's, I, 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 we're in such a, it's I, an interesting time. I, I just, so here's what I think about Ursula. I think about how much we common folks truly don't understand what's happening at the top. That's how I think about all of this, all of this money that's being made. So what is the real motivation behind being a career politician? What is the what is the motivation yeah. behind Nikki Haley staying it's, in this race? Yeah. Even it's though your access and your influence, it's not a lot your, of connections. Nikki yeah. Haley literally cannot beat Donald Trump, but it doesn't matter because all of this money is going to her pack. She's going to lose her home state. She'll, but she's going to stay in the race because she's got a benefit. It's good for business. Yep. I know. Frank, appreciate it. MyNorthwest.com. Keep up the great thanks, work. Thanks for having me. You guys have a great rest of the show. 238%. Text messages, feedback, and let's see what kind of... Ursula's going to have a good one today. She's going to have a good words to live by. Gene Ursula. Ursula, Ursula, I ain't gonna lie. Your boy kind of sad. Why? I don't know. Sometimes, if you get to the point where you don't want work, work to end. I wish we could do another three hours. It's been, it's been just been a fun day. It really has. You know what I mean? It feels <laughs> like a fresh Fridays. It feels like a holiday. It does. Because y'all listening ain't working today. Let's keep it a buck. If you're listening right now, how much work did you really get done for your job? To be fair, we barely are either. <laughs> <laughs> and and by the way, yeah. if you missed that story at 10 o'clock, which Shaft thinks is one of is, is the best that she's ever told. I'll say it's doozy. one of the best because it was a doozy. Make sure that you listen to the Gene Ursula yeah. Show podcast well, uh, after the show. People... People have been asking. Taya Tacoma just said something. I'm going to start telling more stories. Yes. You need to. I'm going to tell more stories. You need to do story time. Instead of always sharing all the stuff with you guys off the air, I'm going to start telling these stories on the air. Yes. All of it. All right. Be careful, Lillian. (laughs) You know Lillian's listening. Oh, yeah. You know she's listening. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Uh. Ursula, on the topic of philanthropy, and uh, we had that discussion about 
why it just doesn't seem to work when it comes to trying to address the homelessness crisis in the region. Ruth in Bainbridge says, oh, just give me a break. We all know that the majority of the rich give for tax purposes and no other reason. Uh, the NFL doesn't pay backup dancers at the Super Bowl. Ron and Pialop says, wow, G, college athletes are at least getting a scholarship. The NFL is worth $163 billion. I think that they can afford to at least uh, nominally pay the dancers to get there and stipend for the state. Ron, you and I agree exactly. At the very least, do that. Seriously, they shouldn't go in the hole just to go dance there. Uh, Nate in Kirkland says, thousands of talented musicians play bars for exposure. If you don't take the gig, someone else will. It's a race to the bottom. Mm. By the way, there's some people that's texting in saying they've been working all day. Shout out to all y'all working out there. Uh, uh, Ray in Tacoma says, exposure is the absolute worst word that you can use to a musician. It's absolutely abusive many times. Mm, You know what? know that, Ray. Yes. You know what, Ray? Mm-hmm. Great True. point, Ray. Yep. Great point. On scenarios, I helped an older woman get up at the theater, and she got mad at me. Tammy in the 360 says, the right way to do it is to ask, may I help you? Yeah. If yes, then go ahead. If mm. no, then don't. Well, I learned this when I got my special education degree. Mm. Should today be a holiday? Sean in Tacoma says two of our six employees didn't show up today. One saying he was sick, the other not even calling in. That's a third of our staff, all because they watched the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, I think most people on the text line agree that Travis Kelsey looked like a real jerk last night. Mm-hmm. We've been fighting for all right all day. <laughs> Even that didn't hit, right? That, mm-hmm. Oh, that was super pun. cringe. That was so oh my cringy. Goodness. Yeah, so cringy. Yep. Okay. Travis Kelsey looked like a real jerk. I just played oh, that. Oh. <laughs> my bad. Keep going. Uh, 206 says, I think I could actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> Someone uh, said they could smell G's story today, but the total belly laugh uh, is worth it. <laughs> Rob, the retired Piala police officer, says, I know it's not a direct comparison because they never shoved the coach, but when I lived out there, I don't recall Richard Sherman or Marshawn Lynch being called passionate. I think the term was used was thug. I'm tracking with you, G. And Christy in Oregon says, Taylor needs to ditch this guy fast. He acts like that in front of millions of people. Yeah. Run and run fast. G broke his own rule <laughs> for attending the Super Bowl party. Jan says, G made chili? Question mark. Uh, 360 says, no. G, you definitely could have gone to the gas station. If your host asked where you were going, you could have just explained you had a quick errand to run. You know, I have to drop the kids off at the pool. I'm going to pull this one off our G and Ursula show Facebook page, which you need to check out. Um, Robert says, professional eaters have the same colon cleanser problem that she had. If your body is not used to large amounts of protein, it basically causes you to have a bowel blasting experience. <laughs> The professional hot dog eaters call it shooting shrimp. Yes, it's that close.
call it what? Shooting shrimp. <laughs> Shooting? Robert in Seattle says, I'm a truck driver, and G had me laughing so hard I was crying. Almost had to pull over to the side of the road. I just love y'all. And Craig in Vegas says, G, when is your comedy tour starting? <laughs> Words to live by. Brought to you by Wilcox Farms. I combined two quotes, um, and this is about doing the right thing and integrity. Courage is facing your heart's greatest nightmare and doing the right thing anyway. Integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. Oh, good stuff. So, Ursula, <laughs> I decided what I'm going to do is, is when we need to talk, uh-huh. if I have a story, I'm for sure going to do it there. Do. So any stories I have, to- 947. Yes. Yes. Yeah, don't I love go into it. stealth mode on us, no. okay? I'm yes. T- yeah. I'll have some Lillian stories. That'd be good. Yes, I love it. <laughs> All right, what do you got there, brother? Well, Nick? another football season is seen in our rearview mirror with more rules of following parties being made a little clearer. And for starters, don't be Ursula burning foods before the game, or we'll need Cliff <laughs> Averill's chocolate to cure our taste and put out the flame. As for flame, stay on your pace with snacks, unlike our hungry G, who was forced into the bathroom in a stealth mode with a plea. So take these words of caution with you before you soon forget. Be careful with those meatballs. They can be a tummy threat. Hey, start lying at that bathroom with those meatballs now. You go, watch yourself. Well, then there's a story about the woman who comes into the bathroom after you, and then she's hanging out there with you. Oh, sorry. I, I, I didn't know I was in your way. Wash your hands. And I'm looking like, I'm like, I want to. So Ursula Strauss should have probably said, Hey, can you not go in there? (laughs) (laughs) Got some Febreze on you. But uh, Diane Duthweiler said, gee, you don't carry? I got to start carrying. Carrying? Yes. uh, Everybody's talking about carrying uh, uh, a gun. You need to carry matches (laughs) or some hoopery. Yes, you do. You do. Problem solved. Do you carry or something? Yes. You do? Yes. Do you carry? I've never heard of this and before after, in my life. After spending time in the Philippines where many stalls don't have toilet paper, I carry that too. <laughs> oh, wow. Nick, you carry? No, I've never heard of that before. This is a new thing to me. Wow. I think, I think <laughs> people are going to be asking the rest of the day. Hey, Lois, you carry? Yes, Charles. I carry. Of course. I carry. Of course I carry. Jack and Spike show comes up next. Appreciate you for listening. Love you for that. And as always, be kind. Hope you have as much fun as we have. So long, everybody.